Hello, dear ones. I am here to let you know that we have new merch, and it is very exciting. You can now get stickers, pins, and magnets that say Queer IRL Witch on them. So run, don't walk to thegaylyprofit.com where you can purchase these things for 13% off with the promo code Queer Witches because you're a queer witch, which is why you need a pin sticker or magnet that says Queer IRL Witch on it. Look at how logical all of this is. Hermione would be so proud. I also want to let you know that we will be doing a limited run of a very special t-shirt inspired by this episode that you're listening to right now. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet because I don't want to spoil the amazing moment that inspired the t-shirt. I will tell you though that all of the proceeds from the t-shirt are going to benefit the Neutral Zone, which is a teen center in the city where our guest this week lives that does really incredible work with the queer community and is just super rad. So those t-shirts will be printed based on how many are ordered. They'll be available for one month. We will announce them on social media the day that this episode goes up today. So look for them there and definitely purchase them because it's for a good cause and I promise you that they're really funny and you're gonna love them. Okay, great. Thanks. Bye. I'm over here reading my gay shit. It's not that hard to understand and it costs exactly zero dollars and zero cents to respect people. Oh no, yeah, I'm the school gay because I say it so much. Nothing I do is for a straight man. I I hate bi erasure, but I'm totally okay with Peter erasure. Hello, and welcome to The Gaily Prophet, a podcast for two queer IRL witches reread Harry Potter and talk about it. Except right now, that's not what's happening. <laughs> it's Pride Month, and in a continuation of our Pride Month interview series, we are here with an interview. But before we get to that, as always, I am America's favorite Griffin dandy, Lark Malachi Gray. And I am Griffin Duck extraordinaire, Jesse Blount, and... Yes, we are doing some Pride Month interviews, interrupting your regularly scheduled programming to bring you things that are even more gay. Yes. Wow. <laughs> things that are actually contextual, like gay without you having to read the subtext, <laughs> just straight up gay. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I'm the school gay because I say it so much, so. So who are you? Who, who just Hi. said that? Um, I'm Kaylee, I go by she, her, hers, and I'm... 16 um i'm a hufflepuff like i took the test three times today to double check and i got all hufflepuffs so wait did you make three different pottermore accounts to take it three times no (laughs) maybe you did didn't you you (laughs) can only take it once per email address oh my god you're a hero this is the applauding No, I feel you. I I did the same thing. One oh, time I got slithered and I was like, what kind of mood am I in right now? <laughs> yeah, I I did it like twice and I was like, why do I keep getting Gryffindor? Yeah. And I was like, all right, I guess. It's because you're Gryffindor, <laughs> even though by all other measures you're a Ravenclaw. Who knows? I know. I mean, Hermione should have been in Ravenclaw, but... 
Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. So, listeners, Kaylee is someone that I used to nanny. I've known her since she was five. This is going to get embarrassing. It's it's (laughs) not. I'm not going (laughs) to... Kaylee's really rad. She's been rad since she was five. I'm not going to tell any embarrassing stories about her, but we'll probably reference some things from those those years at some point. We never read Harry Potter together. Like, I feel like in general, you have some pretty great slash horrifying (laughs) uh, nannying stories. (laughs) And only horrifying, not just because of... Anyway... A variety of nanning stories that I very much enjoy. So, like that time we tried to dye my hair pink. That wasn't horrifying. Did it not work out? I don't remember. It didn't work <laughs> out. It like I had spikes in my hair for a little while, and then we washed it out, and none of it stayed, and I got very sad. Oh, that's right, because we couldn't bleach it. <laughs> Let's see. So I'm hearing an echo of Jesse. My guess is that it's coming through Kaylee's headphones. Sorry, I can like. Put my volume you, down a little bit if that doesn't yeah, that Yeah, if you turn down what you're hearing in your headphones, as long as you can still hear us, that should help. Okay, let me turn it up one more because I'm, like, deaf at this point. Listen to all that rock and roll music. It's <laughs> standing next to the speakers while I'm DJing. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> wait, what? That, wait, no, yeah, time so out. So, your tell us DJing? about yourself needs to include, like, who you are and what you do, for sure. Okay. Um, hi, I DJ. Um, I DJ, so there's a teen center downtown Ann Arbor called the Neutral Zone, and it's, like, there's a variety of things. There's, like, uh, music, writing, visual arts, just a wide variety of arts things, and then there's also, like, how to be an adult properly, and then there's, like, drop-in where you can eat free food and stuff. But within all that, there's a DJ program, and that's where I am. And I've been DJing since freshman year, so about three years. Um, And it has led to a lot of hearing loss. (laughs) You should get some earplugs. Most likely, (laughs) but will I ever? Probably not. Hashtag gay aunt. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, you really should. Speaking as an adult who is married to someone who was like, I don't need to wear hearing protection around all these power tools, and now is like, oh no, we're in a space where other people are talking, I literally can't hear anyone, and it's like really (laughs) sad. Get some some earplugs, please. It gives me an excuse to not pay attention in class, though. Like, if they ask me what the teacher just said or something, I could be like, I couldn't hear you. Kaylee Rose. (laughs) Get some earplugs. I, I just hear some ringing. Could you repeat that slower? You should just skip me. Just skip me. <laughs> uh, but you you DJ like events and stuff and get paid for it, right? Uh, yes. So I went on like a little hiatus for a little while because DJing in front of people gives me anxiety because that's a lot of people relying on you to actually make good noises come out of the speakers. So I took a little hiatus, but I DJed the Queer Prom at Neutral Zone about two or three weeks ago, and then promptly went to a concert after that, so my hearing was gone, gone. Um, And then I'm hosting Live on Washington, which is like this 
block party, but um, <laughs> I'm going to be hosting it with two of the other DJs in the DJ program. So That's so rad. Yeah, that is pretty, that's really cool. It's fun, um, but I still have to download all the music, and I haven't gotten started on that. You're going to be fine. There's so much music. <laughs> yeah, if you if you have that like on SoundCloud or something, we can definitely link it on our social media because we should totally do that. Because I I want to hear your I want to hear a playlist. It sounds great. So. <laughs> yes, yeah, please. I have all of my stuff on Spotify because I am Spotify's minion at this point. I guess. Great. We'll definitely link to it. That's really exciting. Um. So speaking of. Queer prom, you're queer. I am so queer. <laughs> I am pansexual, but at this point, I'm just the school gay, which is fine. You know, I get to adopt the tiny little baby gays. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to say, all right, there's not either gay, like, queer kids at your school? Oh, there's plenty of them. I'm just, oh, hi, Mitzi. I'm just one of the only ones that, like, I'm pretty big about my sexuality. You're the at queerest. This point. So, yeah. I mean, I don't really look queer if you look at me from far away. There's a cat eating plastic. Um, oh. <laughs> but if you, like, talk to me for about 0.5 seconds, you can probably tell that I'm some sort of queer. Yeah, I'm a That's where very proud we're at. godparent. Um, <laughs> I take. 40% responsibility for your queerness. <laughs> Rad. So, let's see. We're here today to talk about your generation and how you relate to media. And obviously we're going to sort of like connect that to Harry Potter because uh, this is Harry Potter podcast, but it doesn't have to like stay rooted in Harry Potter because we're also a whatever happens is where this conversation goes podcast. That's that's valid. That's like just me in general. I was just going to say, I'm actually really excited, Kaylee, because I'm kind of, for me and Lark had a, I feel like had a very different sort of the way that like, since like the internet was like 2.0 and like the way that there was all like queer media was like basically still underground. It's maybe much different than like, what you and your peers are like experienced gay media. So I'm actually like intensely curious. I don't, I just don't know what <laughs> well, that is like to be able to like your questions. go onto Tumblr and be like gay people everywhere, you know? So, Oh yeah. Anyway. Tumblr is probably where I'm gayest. And like, I have adopted about nine. Well, I have an entire family from that. I just all met on Tumblr and we're all gay in some way or another. And then I have a tiny child who lives in Australia, and they are oh one God. of my favorite people. This is I love great. it so much. <laughs> so good. Okay. Uh, so can you tell us about, like, your relationship with Harry Potter? Okay. So I attempted to read Harry Potter in, I think, fourth grade, and I gave up on it five pages in because I was like, this is boring. Um, and then, um, about two years later, I was in fifth or sixth grade. I would have been in sixth grade and I could not sleep and it was like midnight. So I was chilling in my bathroom just on the tiles, you know, like you do. And I picked up the book and I started reading it. And then I f got like through the fourth book by the end of sixth grade. And then my parents made me stop. 
so I finished reading it in seventh and eighth grade. Oh, because the subject matter got too intense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, like, Harry Potter always has a special place in my heart just because it was the first book that was, like, am I allowed to swear? Yes. Wait, you've listened to the podcast, right? I have. I (laughs) I still wasn't quite sure, but... um, like, it kind of resonates with me because the entire book is literally talking about, fuck the government, it's corrupt as hell, don't be a dumbass. Um, I mean, Harry was kind of a dumbass, but, you know, <laughs> he had Hermione to balance him out. But it just, like, it's like a little coming-of-age story, and I could relate to Harry a little bit in the aspect of, like, him being a wizard and that was like kind of taboo in his family and being queer is definitely not taboo in this family like everyone's gay here <laughs> um but you know it's still like there are still struggles with coming out and trying to figure out who you are as a person that I could relate to Harry like his entire world was flipped upside down when he found out he was a wizard and when I figured out that I found girls as equally attractive as guys that kind of like flipped my worldview for a little bit because then I realized that me planning my wedding with my best friend in kindergarten was not that straight. (laughs) Yeah, that's like, it's just, I don't agree with Rowling on a lot of shit. Like, the only thing that's canon at this point is her books. But I do, like, I'm grateful to her for writing these stories and like making them come to life and they just brought me like a lot of friends and a lot of good fanfics to read when I couldn't sleep and so it was just nice and they always made me feel warm and it was like a new topic I could broach with people who I hadn't talked to before because most everyone in middle school had read Harry Potter. It was the best answer. (laughs) Thank you. I feel like I still use Harry Potter to try to talk to people, but I feel like more often than not, someone's like, I have not read it. And I'm like, but it's a cultural phenomenon. I feel like at this point... And then I'm like, never mind. I feel like at this point, like, it's like, you can't be part of the LGBT community. And like, I realize this sounds like I'm gatekeeping, but this is more or less a joke. But like, at some point or another, you've read Harry Potter, you've read Percy Jackson, and you've gone through your mythology phase. Like, that's just always happened. I mean, I feel like... <laughs> I mean, queers love Harry Potter. That's all I gotta say. Way too easily. Like, a lot of them... A lot of people can relate to Harry's living situation way too easily. Which yeah. I think makes it a lot easier to connect with the books. I think you have to put Buffy on that list. Oh, my bad. Yep. Buffy, too. Sorry, I I was not a Buffy person. You'll get there eventually, there's, there's I promise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so a question I think that Jesse and I have is, like, so when you were in... I actually have, like, a billion questions from what you just said. And I wanna, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm going to type for a second so, I, so that I get to all of them. Okay. Actually, let's start, Jesse. something that you said you wanted to ask about was, like, uh, like online Harry Potter stuff. And Kaylee, you mentioned fanfic. So 
Um, Jesse, will you ask your yeah. question? Do you want to talk a little bit about whatever kind of online like Harry Potter fandom you were part of and like how you got into that? And I just kind of want to know a little bit more about that. Tell us about your experience with the like online Harry Potter community. So when I was like really big on Harry Potter, I wasn't like I didn't really have an online presence like on Tumblr or anything. I attempted and just kind of gave up halfway through. But uh, I think my biggest thing was fan fiction, and I didn't write any. Like, I don't know, I've tried to write fanfics, but it just didn't, like, go over well, and I kind of lost interest a little bit. But reading them, like, I could devour... I devoured a 200-chapter, 150K-word fanfic in about two days. (laughs) Okay, so this is is a judgment-free zone. I actually... Both, I both read and write fan fiction. Patreon subscribers can get my uh, AO3 account handle, but no one else. Ooh, that's fancy. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, I I love Harry Potter fan fiction because I feel like the way people have taken the Harry Potter universe and expanded upon it and like enriched it is like one of my favorite things about Harry Potter. Yeah, so I didn't like... I was, like, an anonymous reader. I didn't really leave any comments or anything, but, like, I would read them, and I started reading fanfics when it was fanfiction.net that you read them all on. I mean, which still exists. Which still exists, but, like, most people go to AO3 now. Um, For the longest time, I refused to use it just because I thought the formatting was weird, but then I tried to write a uh, (laughs) .net fanfic the other day, and I could not. It was terrible. No shade on... Dotnet, but still. I mean, I think shade. all the shade. It's like y'all shade. been around for like you've been around for like fifteen years. You can upgrade your user interface to make it not terrible. Please, <laughs> like, like Ao3 it's is not like. That hard. I'm I'm about to date myself. I've been like involved in online fandom since like 2008. So I've not 2008. Sorry, 1998. <laughs> Um, and I've seen a lot of ways that people used to archive fanfiction, and AO3 is, like, top-notch. AO3 is where it's at. But, uh, so, I, um, I used to read a, I still do read a shit ton of fanfic, probably more than normal. It's, I just find fanfiction to be a lot more fulfilling than actual books at this point, because, like, I can't find a book, I probably could if I looked hard enough, but I can't find a book that's 150,000 words about two people being gay with each other, and that's just fluff. Like, you, but you also, like, that shit just is not around. And one of the nice things about fanfiction is people just take their ideas and run. And they supply all this content for free. So I get to read this amazing writing for free, and all they want me to do is shower them with compliments, which I already do on a regular basis. So for me, it's just like, it's such an amazing part of fandom culture to read fanfics, and I can understand why there's some like people who are like, but why? But I can just answer, like, I'm over here reading my gay shit. You can go read your heteronormative shit. <laughs> <laughs> um since this is relevant to our podcast like what what kind of harry potter fan fiction do you read mm. 
like so i need to get back into harry potter fan fiction but uh, there was this one so there was this one and it's a trilogy and it was on dot net and each fucking book like i'm calling it a book because those bitches were over two hundred thousand words and they had like a hundred chapters each and i've reread them so many times but so it was a next gen fanfic following victoire and teddy and they were together and like just the entire weasley and potter and malfoy family and it was so i just like i'm gonna start crying because i love it so much it's better than the harry potter series i'm gonna just say it now it's better than (laughs) harry potter i love it so much Okay, so we're gonna get a list of your your fave fanfics, some some um, links to put in our show yeah. notes. Yeah, and then after record, uh, Kaylee, I have like one amazing queer fanfiction. If you haven't read that, you should. Bet I'm I'm always down for a good queer fanfiction. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, yes, I I, I love fanfiction. I've definitely read some Harry Potter stories. That's like expand it on the world in a way where I'm like, I wish this was canon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I'm also curious just because I feel like a lot of, I feel like I've seen a, definitely a lot, a lot of like published YA fic that is still like hella gay, you know? Oh yeah. It's, it's like definitely becoming like, there's more YA fan fiction that's definitely hella queer, but most of those are like slice of life or like fluff kind of pieces. <clears throat> and fan fiction provides like, I'm reading a zombie AU, and it's hella gay. There's a dystopian one, still gay, and they include, mm-hmm. like, trans, non-binary, ace, like... Sl- the published ones tend to be gay, uh, lesbian, or bi, and there's not even enough lesbian or bi. It's mostly just gay, and it's mostly slice of life or fluff or, like, coming-of-age stories. And, like, the ones I can find that are written by queer people for queer people about a thing that I follow can cover, like, it can be a slice of life. And I love my slice of life fix. Those are adorable and wholesome and make me cry sometimes. But then there's, like, ones that cover dystopian or, like, magical realism or just out-of-this-world AUs that you can never find like in a regular bookstore and it's gay and it's (laughs) inclusive it's not just like two men that kiss it's like two men that kiss but also there's a poly relationship with a trans guy too and also fighting zombies or something right defeating zombies well there's like relationship stuff going on in the background and it just covers a lot more ground than I could probably find in no, a bookstore. Fan fiction is pretty pretty amazing. Lark, you had a list of questions. So, <laughs> I do. Oh, I have a question just about this, which is so you know from from the perspective of me and Jesse, who are like in our early thirties, we're like you know the media out there right now is like so much gayer than anything mm-hmm. that we had access to right like literally when i was a teenager like the gay things that i 
engaged in were like Buffy, I saw, but I'm a cheerleader. And like, it, like I knew that like Will and Grace existed and that the L word existed, but like that those weren't my, like, I, I want like fantasy and like, that's exactly. not like the genre of things that I engage in. And so like, I didn't watch them. Yeah. Um, I just knew that they were there. And so to me, I'm like, oh my God, you know, like you have carry on and like you have, I don't know if you've read like Ash is like a lesbian retelling of like Cinderella and like, Reading. Yeah, I'll I'll send you a list. <laughs> Sweet, I love Cinderella retellings. I love like Disney princess retellings. Those are some of my favorite books ever. Yeah, and so the you know it's out there, and I think so. Uh, I I have like Autostraddle releases a list like every year of um, like queer YA that's coming out and stuff like that, and I usually read a couple things on that, especially if they're fantasy, because um, that's mostly all I want to read is fantasy. That's why we make a Harry Potter podcast. (laughs) Um, So that exists, but like, it's, it's still not a lot. And like you said, like, I don't know of any, like, you know, trilogies or like, you know, series that are coming out. Like the fact that there's a carry on sequel coming out is like, make my brain explode. (laughs) Um, And so, I guess listening to you talking about it where you're like, the things that I have access to are sort of these, like, you you were like, it's like a slice of life or it's like coming of age stories. And I want to say that is like what that means to you. It's like, a, it's formulaic. Like, is that accurate? Like, it's very yeah. much just like the same story over and over, but with different characters. Yeah. Like Simon versus the Homeo Sapien, that one, the um, Love Simon movie. But yeah make it a book um yeah like that's kind of just the baseline for i mean for ya in general because i feel like that was true that has been true like to all the boys i loved before follows more or less the same formula right which is why things like harry potter were like are so special and i think got such a following is because like yeah we had access to like 700 stories that were like basically the same story and so now it sounds like what you're experiencing is that that's still the case, but yeah. now some of them are gay, which doesn't make it any better because it's still just the same boring coming of age story over and over again. Yeah, which is kind of like, like why I like fan fiction slice of life more than book slice of life because on fanfics, maybe some of them follow the same guy like story base, but you can also find a ton that kind of have the same like kind of vibe but follow completely different tropes yeah so So that was yeah that was my question you answered it It was like what so like what you find in fan fiction is that like you get the genres that you want like you get the gayness that you want but you get you get more options for what it looks like exactly like i found this great barista au people love their coffee shop au's But, like, this was a coffee shop AU, but make it vampires. Okay, I would read that. So, like, I can find that. I can find a college AU that centers around vampires, werewolves, and fairies. So, like, I just find that 
a lot more fun. Although the classic barista AU is always a special place in my heart just because it's so cliche and adorable. Yeah, I feel like every fandom, even tiny fandoms, will have like, I once read a very long Mad Max Fury Road coffee shop AU, which is actually one of the exceptions to my coffee shop AU rules. So <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. So then the other question that Jesse had brought up earlier was like, and, and you mentioned briefly, like you have this like Tumblr family. Um, so like what, what are those connections that you make with people? Like you said, you know, Harry Potter is sort of this like universal language that you can use to connect with people. Like how, this is a very amorphous question. We keep asking you these very broad questions. <laughs> say whatever comes to mind. Okay. So I originally started my Tumblr last year, uh, and I used it for writing because I wanted to do NaNoWriMo, which is a writing challenge for those of you who don't know where you try and write 50,000 words in the month of November. I reached 45,000 words of lesbian fluff. Um, That's impressive. That's really, honestly, very impressive. I just want to take a moment to be like, (laughs) that's hard as fuck, and I'm very impressed. Thank Uh you. Thank you. I was very proud of it. It reads like a fanfic, but like one of those really cliche kind of crappy ones. But I was like, I wrote it. It's mine. Um, But my blog is slowly turning into a K-pop blog. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And just shitposting personal blog in general. Like I had to make a separate blog where I could repost pictures and fanfics of my K-pop boys just because it got so overwhelming. And I'm not (laughs) mad. I follow them for a reason, but um, I could deviate into a whole reason why I love K-pop so much. But anyways, so I found, I have like, I have a shit ton of friends on Tumblr, and most of them come from the K-pop fandom, and one of them, I found a link to a Discord just for people who like Stray Kids, which is my favorite group like just of all time overall their recent music video was just them taking over a government so like incredible i love them so much (laughs) i could go on a rant about why they are amazing human beings and deserve the world but that's not why we're here (laughs) but (laughs) so i clicked on the link and it just took me to this thing where there were like 50 people just on a discord and slowly it whittled down to about nine of us. And so we just created a new group chat for the nine of us. And it got to the point where now we have two moms and we like, we've got our little poly relationship in there. They're really cute. Um, there's three of them and just like two younger siblings. And there's like me and there's, and we're all queer in one shape or form. Although we have one straight person. We have the token straight. <laughs> I, was, I was literally <laughs> going to say you're a token straight person. So, but, They'll come out in a year or two. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but the entire like the entire group chat was founded just because we like this one group, and now we have a family, and that just like occurred. And they're some of my favorite people in the world. And then like two of my other best friends who I met, I met one of them because she was re- writing this fanfic that I thought was amazing, and I loved it. And so I hit her up and I was like, hey, I love your fic. And she actually DM'd me back and I was like kind of shook 
But we ended up, we kept talking, and, like, she had another friend that apparently loves me, like, my blog, but I didn't know, and then she sent me screenshots, and it was this whole thing. But now it's just, like, a we have a WhatsApp, because they live in Denmark and Croatia, so we just have a WhatsApp where we chat each other all the time, mm-hmm. and it's another one of my favorite things. And then I have my child, and... um they live in Australia, and we've just been messaging back and forth for a little while. And again, my favorite people. I met them all through K-pop, and like they've changed my life for the better. So, so I just like this is totally irrelevant to everything we're talking about. But I would just like, according to like our um, social media statistics, our listenership is like in the twenty-five to thirty-five range, like almost ninety-five percent. Um, and I feel like people in our age group really like to be like the internet generation, it's like ruining everything and like get really uppity about like leaving social media and like whatever. And I'm always like, I don't know. The internet saved a lot of people in our generation. And I'm pretty sure that like the queer youth of the future are like changing the world because of the internet. And I would just like to like use everything that you just said as evidence for that. I'm just like stating it on this podcast. You just provided us with like very solid evidence that everyone needs to fuck off. Social media is great. Yeah. If I like, I can talk about my (laughs) friends online and I can sell it really well-traveled. I can be like, oh, yeah, I was talking to my friend from Denmark and or my friend from Croatia or my friend from Australia. I have a friend in England. Like, I have friends from literally all over the world. I sound like I travel all the fucking time, but I don't. I just use my phone. And... So when you do your, like, obligatory, like, post-high school graduation, like, European tour, you're already going to be, like, set with people to go visit, yes? So funny story. After I graduate, I'm putting a separate fund right now to save up for this. I'm going to be leaving the U.S. for a year and just fuck off wherever I want to go. Um, and I've already been planning on visiting a bunch of them and been making plans. Um, and then I'm probably going to go live in South Korea for a little bit or something and teach ESL. That's awesome. So we'll see how that goes. Jesse, are you good? Technology curse alert. Hi. My internet just freaked out for a minute, I think. Okay. Well, you're good. Just probably grab yeah. my black tourmaline and put it in my computer again, probably. I can't believe you don't have your black tourmaline <laughs> on your computer. <laughs> you know that we need that. <laughs> I'll get some salt, too. I don't know. Just sprinkle it on the keys. That'll work. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, two black tourmaline and a, uh, 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 what's this? Fluorite. It's a rock. Oh my god. <laughs> what kind of queer are you? Yeah, you, you need to know about it's some of your rock. crystals, you know? <laughs> Listen, I know about the rose quartz and the ruby, okay? I also know about bismuth, but only because it looks really gay and the acronym is BI. <laughs> um, can I ask you a question? Yes. Related to I gayness and, and bi-ness. Uh, and not related to Harry Potter at all, but so you said you identify as pan and for folks our age, pan (laughs) is usually code for straight, but we want to have threesomes. And I don't think that's the case. Yes. Cover up that not 
LOL, not all pan people. <laughs> yeah, no, I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to alienate any of our any of our pan listeners who are like, what no, the no, fuck? no. <laughs> and I don't think it should be. That just is often the case, and I don't think that that's true for people in your age group. And I'm curious about like yeah. what what to you like pan versus bi versus queer like what about pan feels right to you? Okay, so I tend to use bi, pan, and queer just interchangeably and gay, but that just usually tends to be an umbrella term. Although I don't think my friends really realize that a hundred percent, so they're gonna be very surprised if I show up with a boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> But to me, like, I went through the phase of, I'm lesbian, no, I'm bi, no, I'm gay, no, I'm... So I went through that whole wobbly road thing, but I decided on pan, finally, just because I feel I feel better when I give myself, like, a label, sort of. Like, I don't like other people giving one to me, but if I can definitive be like, I am this, then I'm just like, okay, we're good. But I kind of settled on pan because I was scrolling through Instagram at one point and I saw this definition that said pansexuality means you like someone based off their personality and not what's in their pants or what they identify as. And that just resonated with me because I don't really give a fuck what gender or sexual orientation you are. I mean, if you're a straight girl, then... I mean, but it's, for me, it's just like, I don't care how you identify. I mean, like, if that's important to you, then yeah, that's going to be important to me. But it's not my defining factor for why I like you. Um, And bisexuality to me is more like one or two, like two different genders or something like that. But Sometimes, like, there's a lot of stigma associated with bi, and a lot of people don't know what pan means. So, for me, it's like, what do I feel like explaining today? So, sometimes I'll be like, I'm bi, because I don't want to explain to someone what it means to be Mm. pan. And sometimes I'll say, I'm pan, because I don't want to deal with someone stigmatizing me as bi. So, um, it's really just a toss-up for me. That makes sense. And I I think they can be used interchangeably at this point, like... They kind of sort of mean the same thing, but there's like also things that differentiate them a little bit. Yeah, I think, you know, and there's a lot going on right now, you know, like always like bisexual erasure and like we're going to talk about bisexual erasure with James Potter this month during (laughs) during our (laughs) Pride stuff. Um, Yeah, he Uh, was totally bi. Bi and poly, and, like, everyone just wants to be, like... You don't have that many gay... You don't have that many queer friends without being queer yourself. Right. I mean, like, for (laughs) real. It's, like, everyone's, like, oh, it was James and Lily and Sirius and Remus, and it's, like, before it was James and Lily, it was James and Sirius and Remus, and, like, probably Peter, but, like, we don't understand because he's evil, and so he's just written out of, like, his, like, the Marauders. I I hate bi erasure, but I'm totally okay with Peter erasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, that's our new that's a new hashtag. So when we talk about the we're gonna use the audio clip of you saying that so much when we get to the third book. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I know. It's new audio clip. Yes, please. 
Holy fuck, that was so good. Um, oh my god, I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, and you know, like, it's Pride Month, and like, even already, just today, it's like, happy Pride, like, bisexual doesn't mean just two genders, and like, all of that, and so, but like, I totally feel you that like, bi feels like a very constricting term, especially if you're someone who's like there's way more than just two genders. Yeah, and for me, it's not just that. It's also just my ex-girlfriend identified as bi. But it was one of those things where she was like, "You, I dated her for about a week, and I was like, you're not actually in the girls, are you? And so there's like that whole thing with straight girls saying they're bi because men find women kissing other women hot. And like, I don't really want to be associated with that because nothing I do is for a straight man (laughs) because fuck them. (laughs) So for me, it's just kind of like I tend to prefer pan or queer or even gay just because I don't want to be that one girl who's obviously kissing other girls just because men find it hot. God, I wish that wasn't still an issue. But it is, and it sucks, because there's so much stigma around it. I feel like part of the reason why I still identify as bi is just to kind of be like, it's like kind of a fuck you to people who are like, oh, you're not really, and I'm like... Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, One of the reasons I'm okay with gay is because at least people don't think I'm straight. Which is really (laughs) the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. But I I just can't wait. Like, I'm going to be dating a dude, and I'm going to come into school, and they're going to be like, Kaylee, you're dating someone? What's her name? And I'm going to be like, his name is Chad. I just thought of the straightest way to say For the love of God, don't date a Chad. I don't think I could, I don't think I could bring myself to date a Chad. His name is, wait, no, Doug is even straighter. It's okay, we don't need to name your future cis dude boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you. I One of my favorite shirts that Autostraddle makes is the one that says still bisexual after all these years because everyone likes to tell you that it's a face, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, you'll yeah, choose. Yeah, one of my least favorite things about bi erasure is, like, if I date a guy, people are going to be like, oh, you're just straight. And if I date a girl, people are going to be like, you're a gay. And I'm like, but consider, I could be dating a girl and still look at a guy and be like... Damn. <laughs> right. It's Maybe. not that hard to understand, and it costs exactly zero dollars and zero cents to respect people. So <laughs> to like, believe them when they tell you what they are. Yeah, it's not yeah. your place to judge them. They're not hurting you in any way. And yet, yep. <laughs> so. people are still. And the yet, worst. here we are. Okay, so leapfrogging from identities to our, like, Patronus research that we're doing, um, we're, we're conducting a study to find out the ways that people's Patroni intersect with, or not intersect, but, like, relate to their identities, basically, um, and, like, how, how that, like, symbolic representation of yourself, like, relates to, you know, the most important things about you and so I don't know if you have an answer for that but if you do we'd love it well I took the Pottermore test and they gave me a dolphin however I tend to relate to Black Panthers more so I kind of just 
settle down and say that that one's my Patronus. And I appreciate JK Rowling for attempting to figure <laughs> out my Patronus, but she's not apparently doing the greatest job. Yeah. Um, so I kind of just have settled on Black Panther is my spirit. Like I did a actual journey with, um, a woman and she was like, your spirit animal is a Black Panther. And I was like, bet. So that's where it's gotten me now. I mean, it was a lot more involved and detailed and with some, like an indigenous practitioner. Yeah. Okay. I, where do we land on that? If you're assigned a spirit animal by a native person and you're white, do you get to say spirit animal? I don't I know. I feel like no. I'll just stick with the <laughs> I don't I still, know. I, I also still feel like no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My Patronus is a Black Panther. There we go. We'll just yeah. stick with that. Yeah. Spirit animal is definitely an off-limits term yeah. for non, non-native non people. And I am whiter than snow. <laughs> Um, okay, so what about the Black Panther, like, resonates with you? And, like, how do you, like, f- for you, like, how does that relate to things like your queerness or, like, whatever else, like, you know, if someone was, like, describe yourself, the words that you would use to describe yourself, what about the Black Panther, like, does mm-hmm. does that for you? Okay, so for me, Black Panther's like, I just relate to cats in general because they're cats. And I, too, enjoy frolicking in warm patches of sunlight (laughs) and taking naps and letting people pet my head. Um, But also in the fact that, like, Black Panthers are very, like, sleek and fluid. And I relate to the fluidity part because pan. Um (laughs) I'm still so mad. Sorry, this is really off topic, but I saw this joke earlier that someone said, I'm coming out of the pantry, and I'm so mad that I never <laughs> thought of that before. That is actually really funny. So funny. I know, it's so much better than the fried pan jokes. Why did I think of that? Anyways. <laughs> um, for me, like, <clears throat> Black Panthers are just, like, they s- seem very calm and collected, And just, like, I like to think that I'm calm and collected. Um, Nothing kind of phases me at this point. It makes it easier for, like, people to come out to me and for people to be like, hey, I think I'm X. And I can be like, bet, what should I refer to you as? And it also makes it easier for people to ask me questions that might sound offensive, but they're genuinely curious about. um, Because... I can be like, actually, no, what you just said is actually really offensive. Or I can be like, yeah, so let me explain it to you so you can understand why that might be offensive. So it's just like, I relate to the fluidity of a Black Panther, and I just relate to how kind of chill they seem, but they'll also attack you really (laughs) badly if you hurt something that they love. And yeah, I feel like that one's kind of self-explanatory. That's a really good answer. Thank you. Rad. Okay. So that's my list of questions. Do you have questions left, Jesse? I don't, actually. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about, Kaylee? No. Great. I think that's, I think we're good. I mean, this, I feel like we got into like a lot of really good stuff. So if you guys feel good, then I feel good. Yeah. I didn't tell any embarrassing stories about you. (laughs) We just talked about 
fanfic, which this is so silly. I feel a little bit embarrassed about like saying that on the podcast. I mean, and it's like I do too. So let's use that to transition to our outro, which we'll start with. Do you want to be found by our listeners? And if so, where? I can give my Tumblr. Okay. I Yeah, my Instagram is much more just for me. But my Tumblr, I can list because I always like making new friends. And I always get really excited when I get new followers. Um, so that's... Uh, should I just say it now? Mm-hmm. Okay, so my Tumblr is dearest-sunshine. I think it's sunshine. I'm forgetting my own username. It's okay, Jessie forgot her own Twitter handle in our second episode. (laughs) And then maybe again in another episode, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. Uh, It's dearest-sunshine. And there, I'm really gay, and I usually post about... I just call them my boys, because... I love them. Um, I post about them, and then I also just post about other cool things that I find. So, yeah, hit me up there. I need more friends. <laughs> awesome. Oh, also okay. your Spotify handle, if you're okay sharing that, too. Oh, yes. Um, my Spotify handle. That's linked in my Instagram. Ha. Huh. Um, pulling it up. So most, I have a bunch of public playlists, but those are mostly like my personal ones that have a ton of K-pop on them, because why not? But my uh, Twitter or Spotify handle is, it's Kaylee Cookie, I think, with a K, because I'm unique. <laughs> also, the, fi- oh. the, the gesture that you just did was also pretty great. Thank you. All one word. Yeah, so Kaylee, K-O-O-K-I-E. And I can send you the link, too. Okay. So. But isn't it kooky if it's spelled with a K? (laughs) Sorry. We don't talk about sixth grade me coming up with DJ names. (laughs) Okay. Literally, one of my worst regrets was making this account when i was in sixth grade and holding on to it until now i feel you it's okay we all someday you'll be 30 and you'll be making fun of your your online names with oh I'm, I'm already making fun of it like who the fuck? <sighs> yeah it's it's rough okay cool so thank you for listening to the gaily prophet you can find us on the internet on instagram and facebook at the gaily prophet you can find us at thegailyprofit.com where you can buy our merch for 13% off for all of Pride Month because 13 is a witch number and Pride is gay and so are we. <laughs> so go to our website, support queer media, buy our merch. Um, even if you don't want to buy our merch, I just was looking at our merch earlier today and was like, oh, the descriptions I wrote of our merch, they're very good. <laughs> so you should just go <laughs> read the descriptions <laughs> of our merch. Uh, but the promo code is queer, which is all caps, one word. That'll also be on the like banner on our website. Um, what's up, Kaylee? I have a quick PSA. This pride, don't buy from corporations that are selling queer merch. Buy from your local queer companies, because... They're actually gay, and they're not doing it just to profit off of the LGBT community. 
So do that instead of buying from Target. Although Converse has really good gay chucks, but still. Yeah, maybe Jesse and I will even hold back from shopping at Target for gay things. We actually I do love the price of a Target. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we've been made fun of by multiple people already. If you're like gonna buy from queer cor- or corporations, then do a background check. Make sure that they're not actually homophobic and are using this to just profit off of the gay name. You are an American hero. <laughs> um, so yeah, support queer media. Buy gay owl merch slash trans Hagrid merch slash um, all of our goofy postcards. You can also support us by becoming a Patreon subscriber, where apparently you're going to get access to Jessie's fanfic. Uh, I'm holding her to that. I'm going to start posting a fanfic, like, once every two weeks. Oh, my God. Uh, um, it's going to be fantastic. Most of it, honestly, is uh, Buffy and Angel fanfiction. So, really, this is for those overlap fans who love buffering. It's also for fans of Jessie. <laughs> Like, it's not even about what the universe you're writing about is. Yes, please peer into my weird psyche to see all of the really weird fanfiction that I have written over the past, like, ten years. It's gonna be so good. I'm so excited. So go to patreon.com slash thegaylyprofit, become a subscriber, support queer media, make it so that we're not spending money to make this podcast anymore, even if you would just cover the costs of making the <laughs> podcast we would be so happy and grateful great okay right um, it's your turn to do something Jesse. yes I don't know uh, if you want to just uh you know know what i'm doing in between episodes i'm on twitter at jesse underscore detroit and i'm on instagram at live from detroit and if you pay extra money you can know where i'm at on ao3 Give us your money. <laughs> finger guns. Give us. Give me your money. <laughs> give me the bisexual finger guns. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, <laughs> That's called bisexual enthusiasm. <sighs> I fell in the bathroom last night three times. I was trying to take a video of my cat, and I was wearing fuzzy socks, and I slipped, and ended up doing the splits. Oh, no! I mean, haven't we all, like, had a disastrous, like, I have to nail this shot moment, or ten? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Okay, so you can find me on the internet at larkmalakai.com, that's L-A-R-K-M-A-L-A-K-A-I dot com. You can learn about all the various things that I do, many of which are gay, including transgender competency, inclusivity, whatever you want to use, uh, trainings for healthcare providers where you can nominate healthcare providers of any variety, dentist, doctor, Reiki practitioner, acupuncturist, you name it. I will teach them how to use pronouns and like how to be respectful and how to refer to your body without being super fucked up. It's going to be great. So you should definitely do that. Also, I just started offering gender processing specific coaching sessions through my healing work because I have decided that the things that I end up doing with people a lot, I should just like be like, hey, this is a thing that I do a lot. So um, you can check that out too. And you can find me on Instagram at Lark Malachi and at Radical Healer. The music in our theme was by Kevin McLeod. And the cover art and all of the beautiful episode comics were created by Theo Julian Forrester, um, good friend of the pod. 
So uh, check out their information in the show notes. And also buy some of uh, the prints of Theo's beautiful work. Yes. Uh, And just really quick to anyone who for some reason still isn't following us on socials, we are, because we're not doing regular episodes this month, we're like becoming a Harry Potter meme account for Pride. Oh, fuck. As it should be. I have made so many memes in the last week. Um, I wounded Snape apologist Jesse very deeply. Yes, uh, you should be sure to. <laughs> Why are you forgiving Snape? I just, He's an I, asshole. This Thank is, you, Kaylee. I know. I know. I, <laughs> I know that. And I feel a deep shame about it. But I'm also like... He took his anger out on Harry because he like had this weird obsession with Harry's mom. He sure did. <laughs> Yeah, that's... And you took it out on Neville. Neville hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Neville is such a peach of a child. So, protect Neville. Um... (laughs) Yep. Fuck Snape. (laughs) Kaylee, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Follow us on socials so that you can see all of our wonderful memes. Also, just remember that we're still doing our uh, sticker giveaway. We only need... 19 more reviews cool on itunes facebook or uh spotify are all acceptable places to leave those reviews uh yeah you should tell all your friends about our podcast because word of mouth is really the best way that people listen to new podcasts especially since we are not famous so people don't know who we are and we don't have a built-in following so Tell your friends. Tell those cute folks you meet at Pride. Tell your enemies. <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell whoever you want to listen to us. Uh, we would greatly appreciate that. Yes, and share our memes on social media because that'll be very, very helpful. Until next time. Be gay, do crime. <laughs> <laughs> I I hate bi erasure, but I'm totally okay with Peter erasure.